0: Good morning. Today is Thursday, October 8th, and we're in Psalm 33 today, entitled The Steadfast Love of the Lord. And this is a hymn or a psalm that is is generally categorized as a hymn of praise to the Lord, and it tends to focus on the praise of His name because of the power that is seen in Him in His creation. Right off the bat in, in verse 2, the hymn writer gives a call to the lord's people to praise him and he he says praise befits the upright befits is this idea that it is appropriate for those who walk in covenant with the lord to praise him it's it's something that should naturally flow from our hearts when we are connected with our father in heaven and in verse two and three the psalmist invites The congregation to praise God with song he says uh, use the lyre and make melody to him uh, with the harp of ten strings and this is something that of course the church of Jesus does every Sunday right we gather together and we sing songs of praise to the Lord and and the beautiful thing about singing songs of praise to God is each time we gather together we have a brand new reason to praise him right it has been a week since we had been together and and singing and in that week the lord had done has done so much for us the fact that we are even up every morning the fact that we have food in our bellies and we have everything that we need and so every time we get together as a church we have new reasons to sing a song of praise to god and and even though sometimes we'll come together and we'll sing a song that we've sang in the past you know one of the favorites in our church, of course, is Great Are You, Lord, by All Sons and Daughters. We've sung that numerous times, but every time we come together and we sing that song, we sing it with a, a new context, the context of what what we've experienced since the last time we sang it together. So when we sing Great Are You, Lord, um, we can have thoughts in our minds of all of the ways that the Lord has been faithful and has been so good to us in the last week since we sang together. In verse 5, this psalm talks about how the earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. He's basically saying wherever you look, anywhere in the world, you can see the Lord's love. When you look all across his creation, even to those who are a part from relationship with him even those who are not a part of his covenant community his love is clearly seen in all corners of what the Lord has made after he speaks of the steadfast love of the Lord the psalmist moves in verse 6 and 7 to celebrate the Lord's power in creation and then he follows that up in verse 8 and 9 Um, with a call to the inhabitants of the earth to fear the Lord and stand in awe of him because of his power that is on display in creation the psalmist is basically saying the Lord spoke and things came into existence that is reason enough for the inhabitants of the earth to fear him not in a a scared way but in a reverent way and to be in awe of just how powerful this almighty God is. After spending a couple of verses celebrating the Lord's glory in his creation, the psalmist then turns to focus his attention on the creation itself. He talks about people, and he talks about nations, and he says that, you know, nations come up with plans and they come up with plots, but <laughs> these plots are all subject to the power of the Lord because it is only the lord's plans that will actually endure and because of this he comes to a conclusion in verse 12 that therefore the nation who trusts in god the nation who has god as their lord is a blessed nation because they will make paths and they will or they will make plans and they will see those plans prosper and come to be because they have submitted themselves to the lord and they're walking out his plan I love, uh, I think one of my favorite parts of this psalm is verse 16 to 19 when the psalmist reminds us of where our help comes from. He says in verse 16, The king is not saved by his great army. A warrior is not delivered by his great strength. A war horse is a false hope for salvation, and by its great might it cannot rescue. Um, in verse 6 to 19, The psalmist is reminding us that, listen, don't trust in the things that you see. Trust in the Lord himself, the all-powerful Lord who spoke into creation, the all-powerful Lord whose plans are the plans who will endure. Uh, He is the one who delivers you. He is the one who saves you, not these things that can be seen. And that's a, a great reminder for us and it leads to a question that we need to ask ourselves is what are we trusting in where is our hope coming from is it coming from the scene is it coming from transient things in our lives or is it coming from the eternal lord whom we trust in and the psalmist ends by reminding us of what we should be hoping in He says, our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and shield. For our heart is glad in him because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us even as we hope in you. What is your hope in this morning? Is it rooted in the creator or is it looking to the creation?